the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Friday night. Yes, it is. It is Friday night. Friday's pizza night for me. I don't know how I got into this like routine. That's not a bad tradition. Yeah, I don't. I, I you know I don't know why Fridays ended up being pizza what night for me. What is your typical pizza order look like? Pepperoni. Always. Yes. It used to be when I was in college, I became obsessed with jalapeno. Pepper and sausage pizza. Oh, that's that's me. Yeah, I, I that was my my college favorite, and then it just shifted. But, but then it's like okay, I but don't, is there a certain type of place that you go to? Because pepperoni is a good everywhere. Um, I prefer. I don't want to give them. It's it's a local place in San Diego. They're not locals paying to be a sponsor. They're not paying to be a sponsor of the yeah, show. Locals better. So I ain't going to give them a free plug. But they have they have whole wheat crust and their sauce is spicy, which I like. I like I like a Gotta little have heat. The kick. And and it's got a kick, and, and I dig it. So the uh, the reason why I kind of I don't do the sausage and jalapeno pepper anymore is that most Italian sausage that's on pizza these days is too big a chunks instead of it's not really. Oh, I the, agree. Yeah, and I like actually really tiny pieces of Italian sausage on my pizza, so I don't really do that anymore. Um, all right. So what do you guys got plan, planned uh, for the weekend? peeps y'all want to call in and give me any hot plans later on we've got an idea for you guys on friday fun day of something fun you might want to I do actually in might San be Diego. doing this this week. yeah so you're going to want to stay tuned for that if you need ideas of something fun to do and it might even involve some air conditioning so you can get hey, out of this San bonus Di- yeah you can get out of the san diego humidity so later on in the show we got here of the week and stink of the week and then we've also got a friday fun day idea for you guys it's not in my it's not really my my um, jam, but that's how much I love you guys. That I'm willing to give you an idea to do that isn't anything Such I would want to do, but I know that this will please many, many people. So stay tuned for that a little bit later. Um, I, I, I put it out last hour. I'm like, you guys have any ideas for me on a, like a clever way to close the show? And I haven't gotten any ideas. I mean, you guys don't. You're definitely, you, I, I'm going to be you guys thinking out about of this cre- over the weekend. Uh, that's what I'm, well, what I'm hearing from people is, give me time to think about it. I've got, had some people respond to say, you know what, let me think about it. You know, I, I don't really know. Do you, do you need some, do you need something like now? Like people thought it was like a, you know, have like to a, have it by the end it's of the not show. a 911. Okay. <laughs> this is not a 911. It's not anything you have to. It's a 411. It's a 411. I'm looking for ideas. You know, um, a way to sign off that like is like hopeful, but it's like, you know, something that, you know, helps kind of wrap up the show and what we're about here that keeps the conversation rolling. You guys can follow me on all the socials at Andrea K. Appreciate you guys. 888-344-1170. Are you scared to leave your house? 
If you're in L.A., if, if you're listening to me in L.A., are you are you scared to leave your house? Because I'm telling you, I would be. I would be right now. There's parts of San Diego that I would be a little uncomfortable. Yeah, it depends on where you live. It depends on where you live and where you're going in San Diego County. But L.A., and I'm from L.A., most definitely, I'd be, I'd be petrified. Which is why I'm not believing for a second that Gascon survived, D.A. Gascon, District Attorney Gascon, survived the recall legitimately. There's no way. No. I don't, I'm not believing it for a second because the, even the residents of L.A. County, as far left as they may be, are like, we cannot deal with this crime wave that's been happening across our state, and it's just been increasing. You add in the fact that we've got DAs across the state, particularly in L.A., that are doing the no-bail policy, that are refusing that, that, uh, that COVID was, they used the excuse of COVID that these prisoners couldn't catch a virus and maybe die, so we've got to let, we've got to let rapists and murderers out on the street so they don't get COVID. We had that crap going on. We had Gavin Newsom say we're not going to prosecute anybody in the state who steals less than it started out, I think, at $500 and it went to almost $1,000. Well, what do you think is going to happen? And then we've got it, it, we've got the no bail policy, so we're not prosecuting anybody. So basically, it's like, hey, hey, you know, bad, bad element. And of course, gun control laws never stop, you know, the law abiding. It, you know, never stops the bad guys from from getting guns and using guns and using weapons. It only, you know, it only stops the law abiding because they're the only ones that, that obey the law. You know what's so, scary, Andrea, is we're only a hop, skip, and a jump from L.A. Well, this is actually the kind of stuff is happening all, all across the state. But we so far have not had in San Diego County the flash mob that we saw that uh, the police released video footage. This was, I believe, last night of a flash mob of more than a dozen people. Uh, They rushed to 7-Eleven. They began looting the convenience store. Um, I mean, it was just. It was animals. Absolute animals. Watching the video, it was disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. It reminded me of the looting that take that took place after Katrina and that takes place after natural disasters, or the or the crap that took place in the looting after George Floyd and the George Floyd riots that took place. Same stuff. It's despicable. Absolutely disgusting. And you know what? This is this is what Democrat policies produce. Democrat policies produce flash mobs of people that feel entitled to go in and just take what's not theirs. And you want to know why? Condoleezza Rice said it so perfectly back at the 2012 Republican convention. She said uh, that there's the... There's two sides to this coin. The twin sister of aggrievement is entitlement. That when you tell certain people over and over and over, and Thomas Sowell has said similar things to like this over the years, that when you tell certain segments of society that um, they should feel aggrieved, that they should feel like victims of society, and that you have no hope in society, and you're being victimized by business owners, by Republicans, and you're going to feel entitled to go and take, right? And that's what's going on here. Smart lady. They feel completely entitled to just go in and take what's not theirs. I can't stand a thief. There's almost nothing I despise more than a thief. That somebody goes in, let me tell you, these 7-Eleven stores are franchises, and I've known people that bought 7-Eleven franchises and they're barely scraping by. Because, because and, and partly one of the things that, that makes it so difficult for so many retail establishments and, may, and particularly like convenience stores, even though there's markup on the product, is theft. 
Why do you think you can't go into a CVS store, even in San Diego County? Half the crap is by under lock and key. You got to go get a clerk and come and get you. You know, I, I, can't, I can't even go. What did I have to get under lock and key the other day? I don't even remember what it was. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Why do I go, have to go find a clerk to get this item? I don't even remember what it was. It was some, I don't remember if it was in the beauty department or if yeah, it was... I've come across that before too, Andrea, and sometimes I find myself saying, oh, this is so inconvenient. But then I think about things that happen like this, and I get it. Right. You're not entitled to go and take something that doesn't belong to you. And let me tell you, we've got enough food banks, particularly in San Diego County and in L.A. County. This isn't about poor people that aren't getting a break. These are animals. And spoiler alert, this was not a bunch of white supremacists. I'll just say that. You go watch the video and see who this is. This is a segment of our society that's being told that what, what something that happened 200 years ago makes them entitled to go and just take whatever they want to take. Beat people up, behave however they want to behave. The only thing I can hope for, Andrea, is, you know, you're watching the video and you know it's on, on footage and security camera. Gosh, I hope they, they, they find and persecute these people. Um, it also showed that they seized uh, an intersection. The the motor quote motorists flooded the intersection and blocked traffic with their vehicles from all directions to create a pit in the middle of the intersection. Um, spectators began getting out of their parked cars to take turns watching other drivers do donuts in the middle of the road. Cars were just going everywhere. One neighbor said. Um, then it was after that that a group of a dozen people did a, a flash mob. Um, just absolutely despicable. Angry mob mentality inside of the store, Detective Ryan Moreno told CBS LA after the mass looting um, uh, that they even attempted to steal the cashier's box. This just makes me so angry. Um, there was only one employee working at the franchise. There were individuals who attempted to hurt him, and police are specifically asking for the public's health to identify him. Um, why do they need the public's health? Why is the FBI not, I can see these faces, why is the FBI not doing what they did after January 6th and posting these pictures, blasting them all over Twitter and asking for people to come forth and and looking for identity? Why are they not using facial recognition identity? Why are they not out there on the streets right now trying to apprehend these people? Well, that was my point because they're clearly, you can see their faces clearly on the video, on the security footage. Yeah. No, the FBI is too busy. Too busy. Too busy persecuting Donald Trump. Too busy using the entire institution to try to cook up fake kidnapping plots against governors to try to sway the outcome of elections. They're not interested in actually solving crimes like this. Here's this is talk about an insurrection or a coup attempt. I mean, these people seized an entire, you know, couple city blocks here with their cars. There's no excuse for this. Meanwhile, and while you've got this going on, though. There was a poll that came out from Berkeley. That said, should Joe Biden run for president in 2024? 61% said no. 31% said yes. Uh, Democrats responded, if Biden doesn't run, who should replace him in 2025? Gavin Newsom tied with Bernie Sanders for the lead at 13%. You, I mean, I don't, I'm. No wonder they're going after Trump. That's all I'm going to say. Well, but, but I mean, it's like, but I'm wondering how Democrats, how can you, how can you live in this state and think it's a good idea to vote for Gavin Newsom? Oh, after everything he's done, it's absurd. He should, he should have no chance. 
None whatsoever. None whatsoever. We can survive some of these policies that are going on right now, but I don't think we can survive a constituency that would vote for Gavin Newsom. Who's killing us? Well, he, and, that, and that's why how he survived the recall. Uh, it's, I don't. It's I don't believe that either. I don't believe it. Although, when you look that in San Diego County, we only had twenty one percent turnout in the primary. See that, and that's one thing that happens when people lose faith in the election system. People don't system. trust the process, or and, and and the fact that for for conservatives and independents, they've kind of given up. They've kind of given up here in San Diego County and we can't give up in fact what we need to be looking at is we need to be if we want to take this country back last hour we talked about Marjorie Taylor Greene she only got five co-sponsors from the Republican Party to stop the destruction and mutilation of children in this country through chemical castration and actual surgery that is mutilating children's bodies and only five Republicans joined with her and don't at, tell at, me compassionate conservative, because if that was the case, every single one of them would have signed on. Right. We, so what we have to do is recognize that right now, right now, our leadership in Washington is crap. Complete crap. We, if we're going to take our country back, we've got to take our party back and we've got to do that from the ground up. We've got to stop focusing so much. We got to, we, uh, we have to do two things. I started to say we've got to stop focusing so much on the congressional races. We have to what we have to stop doing is focusing only on the congressional races because that's what Republicans do. And because of that, the the uh, the head of the the Republican establishment, the Ronna McDaniels, um, all they all they have to do to keep the establishment in power is is put all their money towards keeping the Kevin McCarthy's and the Mitch McConnell's in power. And we're done with them. And they and as long as we've got as long as the Mitch McConnell's, as long as the Kevin McCarthy's, as long as the entrenched establishment uniparty rhino types are are in power and and you know then then we're never going to take our country back, right? We're never going to take our country back. So how do we get rid of them? You stop giving any money to Ron and McDaniel. And you start getting active at the local level. If you're a Republican in Kentucky, shame on you that Mitch McConnell was able to get reelected. Kentucky needs to take their state back and they need to do it at the local level, right? We've got to get active in San Diego County. And that means also um, running for office. How do people, people don't typically run for Senate and win. They typically start out maybe at a lower, lower level office we've got to be running for city council running for school board we've got to particularly right now with our rights being on the line we've got to be paying attention across this country and who the sheriff is who the sheriff is yeah they're a very they're one of the most critical aspects of any state we also have to be paying attention to the state attorneys general part of the part of the the outrage i have right now with the republican party's establishment is we've got 27 attorneys general that are republican across this country and yet none of them have have raided anybody's businesses or anybody's homes that are affiliated with black lives matter affiliated with antifa why why we're gonna take a break we come back we're gonna i've been saving this for a few days skins and i have um, the uh, the Roe v. Wade and the abortion debate is continuing 
and, and it's getting really disturbing and disgusting on the part of the left. And we heard an, a, 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 an interview between Joe Rogan and Seth Dillon from Babylon B that was absolutely unbelievable. You want a lesson on how to destroy those that want to kill not just the not just you know preborn babies, but even babies up and after till they're it. born. You want to hear some arguments against abortion? You stay tuned for this Joe Rogan Seth Dillon interview. We're going to share that with you when we come back. Andrea K telling you like it is while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back. To tonight's Andrea K. Show. All right, so so many times when people are debating on the abortion issue, um, there's so many like trap questions that conservatives feel like they don't know how to give an answer to. Like, what about the instances of rape or you know incest, and you know, um, and they they'll get really hyperbolic in terms of using extreme examples, right? And and it's such an emotionally charged topic that oftentimes it, you know it, it, people don't really necessarily know how to have a comeback because it, and, and it's not even just emo- when you when you you're discussing something really emotionally charged oftentimes um you get nervous maybe depending on who you're debating and and it can make it make it really difficult and so you know when i heard this interview the other day with joe rogan and who and joe rogan still has the number one podcast this is a dude that he's a he he, i wouldn't say he's the best debater i've ever heard but he's really quick and he's really good with the comebacks and he was left completely speechless with seth Dylan tried to trip Seth up and Seth did a great job. Yeah. And it's interesting because Seth Dylan, if you don't know who he is, he's from Babylon B, which is just like the just most hilarious parody site ever. I mean, his cover, his his uh, parody article the other day showing Merrick Garland in a blue dress and hat that he took from Melania's closet was just I mean, it's just classic humor. And so I really I I wasn't even going to really watch this interview with um, Joe Rogan and Seth Dylan. And then when I started watching, I'm like, now I know why people are like wow this was absolutely amazing so we're not going to play the whole thing because you know joe rogan his podcast would do like you know a whole hour of an interview so skins did pull uh he he did pull a few different clips and and so we're gonna we we divided it into three so let's start with six uh clip the the first clip a you don't have the right to tell my 14 year old daughter she has to carry her rapist baby you understand to that? look that woman in the eye who's who was the but born listen, of a rape. Do you understand that? That's a fourteen year old child. If you a fourteen year old child gets raped, you say that they have to carry that baby? I don't think two wrongs make a right. I don't think that's murder not, I, don't I don't think, think murder is an answer to I don't think murder fixes a rape. Boom. Boom. I don't think murder fixes a rape. See, they like to go to that that's usually their their holy grail is to go to the rape. And then if they can throw in the 14-year-old in there, then they feel like that's a real gotcha moment. But murder does not fix a rape. Direct answer, went to the point. Yeah. And you know what? Um, bad things happen to people in this country and in the world and in life. And bad things happen to 14-year-olds. Some really bad stuff happened to me at 13. Okay? It, it happens. 
It, it, I don't know anybody. Oprah actually said something one time, believe it or not, that was actually really wise. She said there's not one person who gets goes through this life unscathed. We all do. And um, what you need to do when you've got a child who has suffered some kind of, of um, tragedy, been traumatized, been abused in some way, is that they need to be given a whole lot of support and a whole lot of love. Um, but um, telling that child to to commit murder is not an act of love because you don't know how that you don't know Joe Rogan, how that 14 year old is going to feel down the road. We know that there's many 14 year olds that, that carried that child and raised a child from rape. Right. We, we know story after story after story of, of teenage girls in that situation who were glad they made the decision to have their child. So, you know, the idea, so it's so presumptuous of leftist and the pro-child killing crowd to just, it's as though it's automatic that the only solution for a 14-year-old is is to have them murder their child, is to not understand a woman's psychology and that of a teenage girl. So I thought that, I thought that was extraordinary. Let's play the next clip. What if we're talking about an abortion when the fetus, like literally it's like six weeks, Four weeks, three days. What if she just turned positive just now, positive for pregnancy? I don't. I, well, I just disagree that. What if can, it just happened today? You can like draw a line on when you can't. Like, once life so you is can't begun, do, I don't at think the you draw very lines. moment. I would lay it out like this. I would say it is wrong to intentionally kill an innocent human life. Abortion intentionally kills an innocent human life. Therefore, abortion is wrong. And I don't think any of the. I don't think any of the examples of like, oh, well, how developed is it? You know, can it can it think? Is it conscious? Can it dream? Can it feel pain? So for you, it's the moment of conception. I think that if it's a if it's a human life, an indis- a distinct human life, then I think it's wrong to to end its life. Um, and so you think that even, once? Do you think that like once the conception happens, there's some sort of a miraculous event, like at the very moment, like you could literally get to the point where the sperm cracks the egg. If you could scoop that egg out right there, would that be abortion? Well, I mean, at some point you're going to have to say there was a magic moment that happened because you believe that we eventually become valuable humans, right? Well, listen, Wh- where's I, uh, the where's the moment where you think the magic happened? And that's it, Andrea. They, the other side um, never thinks there is a magic moment. Well, they know that there is. They know that they there and because they know that there is, right? Because at some point it is a lie. It's pat at some point it's crossed over into where yes. right? And either and if you and the problem the left has, and he, and so he said that perfectly. It's like, how, how did he say that? Um, he said, at some point, you're going to have to say there was a magic moment that happened because you believe that we eventually become valuable humans, right? See, the left never wants to say when that magic moment is. And you want to know why? You have to keep that muddy. Well, exactly. You want to know why they don't want to say when that magic moment is? Is because they want the right, they want the right to... Ch- to kill that child at any time for any reason and they keep moving the goalpost to which now they want to be able to make that decision after the child's already been born. And that should horrify everybody. Because ultimately, all of their word games and Joe Rogan kept trying to interrupt him, trying to control the narrative, trying to throw him off track, all ultimately... Because they want to continue to push the notion that they should have the right. They don't want to admit the fact that, that that's pretty obviously clear that Seth Dillon pointed out. That they believe that they should have the right to kill a child at any time for whatever reason and for their convenience. 
They don't want to admit that. And so they try to play these word games with these debates. And this is why you've got to stay as calm as Seth Dillon and be as clear as Seth Dillon and draw that line in the sand and put it back on them. He kept being direct no matter what Joe Rogan said. Well, and, and he put it right back on him. Okay, so you tell me when the match, there was, so you, you think life begins at, at, at conception? Like the second that the sperm cracked the egg? He's, so he keeps, he keeps moving more and more and more to the hyperbolic, more and more and more to the extreme. So then that's when Seth Dillon perfectly redirected back to, okay, so you tell me when the magic moment is. You believe, we, you believe we become humans, right? At some point, you've got to acknowledge that there's a moment, right? And he never would. Then they got into to the discussion of disinformation because so much about the left uh, in order to control our minds think that they've got the right to control information under the guise of what is disinformation. And I think I might like this clip the best. When we start talking about harmful misinformation and the, t- the types of things that are considered like that I say or that we tweet or the jokes that we make that are considered harmful mis- misinformation, I'm like, well, what about what about calling that baby a clump of cells? I think that's harmful misinformation because then you're, you're encouraging people to kill it like it's nothing when it's actually a human life. It's a developing human life. I think abortion is health care the way that rape is lovemaking. If we want to if we want to use rape as an example, I think it's I think they're they're opposites. And and, and it's like a, a, these are euphemisms that we use. Great answer. Yeah. Boom. First of all, two, two, those were, I think, in some ways, the two most important things that, that he said in the entire interview. Um, first of all, I, he puts it back on them. I think referring to this fetus, or I, I don't know if he said that word, referring to it as a clump of cells is to diminish that it's a human life in an the insult. making. It's an insult. It's derogatory. It's demeaning. It's disinformation. And it's meant to, to, to diminish its value. And it's disinformation. And then I love the fact that he said abortion is health care as rape is lovemaking. Quite frankly, that should be on billboards across this country. That should be on bumper stickers across this country. He did in one interview with Joe Rogan what no what no pro-life organization, no pro-life candidate has has communicated across every one. He literally blew apart and destroyed every argument the left makes. The Republican Party should take notice because that's exactly what needs to be said. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because what's going on, I try to not spend much time on Twitter. And I'm grateful for Twitter accounts like Libs of TikTok, which Facebook completely dismantled their page the other day. And when there was a lot of outcry uh, of it, they said, oh, well, it was a mistake, right? And they're trying to trying to shut down Libs of TikTok because what Libs of TikTok does is just takes videos that the left does and puts it out there so people can see the insanity of the left. And the videos that are coming out by pro-abortionists today in order to push abortion is some of the most ghoulish, disgusting, nasty. I, I don't even have words to describe how filthy and horrific and ghoulish the left is in order to try to normalize the slaughter of children in this country. And the Republican Party Donald Trump was the most pro-life candidate and the most pro-life president we've ever had in this country, even more than Ronald Reagan. The Republican Party 
we're, we, you know, um, it's only because of Donald Trump that Roe v. Wade was returned to the states, which was not just a win for life, but also for the U.S. Constitution and states' rights and our freedoms in this country. And if for no other reason, that's why they've got to try to take him out and why they've got to continue. Because you look at the successes he's had, and he did it going up against two opposition parties. Did it alone. Did it alone. We're going to take a break. Got more to talk about. The, is the left finally admitting that the IRS is coming after you with 87,000 agents? That, somebody actually admitted that today on, on legacy media. It was absolutely extraordinary. But here's the good news, though. CNN says you just got a hundred dollar a month raise. Thanks to Joe Biden. <laughs> That's our comedy news story of the week. Stay tuned. More Andrea K show on its way. Don't you go anywhere. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. So, CNN. <laughs> they did. Uh, well, before I even tell you about CNN, you heard me on the phone. I, I was on the phone with my bestie out of BR uh, on, on the way in, and she's like, I stopped at the store on the way home today. And this is in Baton Rouge, right? Where cost of living is far lower than San Diego. She's like, you won't believe this. She rattles off about six items she got at the grocery store. And, you know, she's got, you know, she, you know, she's got good, good taste in food, but she wasn't buying Chateaubriand. Okay. She bought a couple of apples. She bought a little thing of raspberries. Um, I'm not going to tell you everything she bought because it's her private business. But I mean, it was like, you know, a couple slices of ham. I mean, it was just it wasn't a whole lot of stuff. Right. No cleaning supplies. She's like, I get to the register. It's 120 bones. She bought a carton of eggs, loaf of bread. I mean, just like like, okay, so maybe it was like seven or eight basic items. I was like, What? crazy the level of inflation these numbers you're telling you out they're telling you out there that it's eight percent here it's crap no 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 way way. when it's four dollars for a dozen eggs in baton rouge louisiana well and and wow you and i have been talking about like the price of bread has doubled i don't know what it is there but the loaves are half the size half the size she said it was i think she said it was 4.99 or something a loaf there I mean, their groceries, they're almost as, as what we've got here. Meanwhile, CNN, now they pay less for a gallon of gas there, but it's still $2 more than what it was. I mean, people can barely afford to exist in this country. But here's the weapons grade level of gaslighting that this left is trying to put out at you. CNN today tweeted out, next time you stop at a gas station, think of it as a $100 a month tax cut or maybe a $100 a month raise. CNN.com analysis. America just got a $100 a month raise. They're trying to act as though. The fact that gas prices have gone down slightly, they're still up on average $2 more per gallon than when Joe Biden took office. They're trying to act as though because it's not $3 now a gallon, like it was more, that they've somehow, Joe Biden is somehow a hero that's giving you a $100 a month raise. Get him out of here. That's how stupid they think we are. That's how stupid they think we are. 
But you know what? At the same time, I'm kind of scratching my head because there's so many there's there's so many in, on the left that are that are are actually being honest with the American people and saying, no, this Inflation Act is not going to reduce inflation. And yes, those 87,000 IRS agents are coming for the middle class and they're not coming for the rich. In fact, Andrea Mitchell on MSNBC was left as dumbfounded as Joe Rogan when she had some uh, economist on, some guy, um, Douglas Holtz Eakin, who um, had this to say today he, uh, about the IRS agents. Clip four. I don't see any way around that. And on another front, I want to get your reaction to what some leading Republicans, including Senator Grassley, are doing, attacking the IRS, pushing lies that armed agents, armed IRS agents are going to come every day for average Americans. And the reality is that Democrats just approved additional IRS funding to go after very wealthy tax cheats. So aren't they creating a very dangerous climate in the midst of all of this anti-government, anti-law enforcement rhetoric? Uh, I certainly don't think it's wise to demagogue uh, the the uh, FBI, the the IRS, or any of our other uh, federal agencies at this point in time. That seems unwise. I also think that it's unrealistic to think that the IRS is simply going to go after wealthy uh, tax cheats. The, the IRS is going to staff up and it's going to try to collect taxes that are owed, and it'll go what, go to the place where it can get it most easily. And uh, it's often pretty hard to, to get money from a, a well-heeled individual who's got a tax repair and some tax lawyers. And small businesses, I think, should expect that their audit rates will go up, and we'll even see some people who really have the earned income tax credit get, get their returns checked. So this isn't going to be focused on a particular set of individuals. This is about collecting more of the legally owed taxes. And they're, they're coming for you. Small business owners. That's what. They, did I not say this before? That this is specifically about going against small business owners. We have a war in this country on small business, and why? Because it's the small business owner, the small business in this country that uh, is the lifeblood of our economy. They're the ones that drive most of of uh, the the employment in this country. And by taking out small business, they can increase the wealth gap. They can amass more and more money to their buddies who. It, it, and it's the Democrats' buddies, actually Uniparty buddies, are the party of big corporations. Um, they, this is about aiding and abetting the Jeff Bezoses. They want to destroy small business, and it's a it's a targeted. It's and it's not even about getting the money as it is about trying to destroy small business because that's a part of the cultural Marxist play. Because they've got it, it, it because ultimately to take the to to kick out. Um the underpinnings of the U.S. economy in order to usher in Marxism, they got to go after small business. They've got to destroy small business. Amazon and your Walmart have to be at the top, and not just at the top of the game. they got to be the only people in the game. Right, because the end game, ultimately, their plan for us, which is, and, and there's, there's, their, their plan for us, ultimately, as part of their centralized system of government is, and you can see it taking shape with their war in their energy sector, with the buying up of the farmlands, with the destroying of small business to set the stage for no more brick and mortar, everybody ordering from Amazon. Amazon is also then going to be, be in charge of dispensing our medical care 
care and our products and ultimately their plan for us and they're not even shy about it is to have a setup in these smart cities uh, this is why they want to get you out of your cars and get you into these urban areas and everything's done on foot and you're living in these little smart cities and you're you go in and and in your little community is where you you get your goods from Amazon and your grocery store your products and your foods are provided by Bill Gates and his foundation and they're going to tell you what you're allowed to eat and what you're allowed to consume and that's where you'll get your medical care and when it comes time for checkout that you're going to have to present your digital ID and that's where they're also going to check to see if you're up to if you're up to date on your shots and also if you're up to date on your social credit score is worthy and in yeah, order for you up against this now Andrea it's going to be far too late well yeah because this is the game plan you've got to and, and and that's nobody's really talking about it these 87,000 IRS agents are out there. Of course, it's to pick your pockets. Of course, it's to make more money, but it's about harassing the individual. It's about harassing and getting rid of small business because this will put many small businesses under because they're good because most small businesses, like he said, don't have tax attorneys on the payroll. They don't have CPAs on the payroll who understand the tax code is better as any auditor. Right. So you got a small business owner who can't afford to hire those people. They're going to have to try to hire somebody who's going to come in. Their records aren't kept as well as they might have been. And the and these auditors are going to come in and d- take take that small business out, completely take them out from under. So then at the same token, we don't have anybody really talking about why is Bill Gates, why Bill Gates and and the Chinese Communist Party buying up all of our farmland? Why do we have as part of this so-called Inflation Reduction Act, why are we paying farmers to not farm? Think about it. That's almost that's almost an oxymoron. Why would you there's that makes no logical sense. Not if you not only if you understand what the end game is. Exactly. Well, we're almost at the end of tonight's Andrea K show. So stay with us, though, because we got here of the week and stink of the week coming up. And Skins has an idea. You actually came in tonight with an audio clip of your nominee for here of the week. Oh, I'm pumped up, baby. You pump, baby. And then you also have our Friday fun day idea for the weekend. So don't go anywhere. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Got an email from a listener. Did you hear the witch of New York, the governor today, said she was responsible for arresting the dude that put the guy in the hospital for no reason, pedophile, arrested a number of times, and was put back out on the street. She said, I gave the order to bring him back to jail. Um, I'm not I'm not familiar with this story. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to research this. Um, listener said, I'm waiting for them to burn in hell for all their lies and God strike them dead on the spot. Have a great weekend. She says, well, you two love you. I'm not going to say your name because, you know, I like to make sure people feel free to message me. Um, Governor Hochul is definitely just a pretty much an honorary stink of the week, but you've got a nominee for hero. Who you got, my dear? The one, the only, the superhero himself. Ron DeSantis, let's go to the mics and, well, it's not live, but let's hear why he is my Hero of the Week. We're also proud in the state of Florida that we put our students and young people first. We were not going to let them be locked out of school for ends on end like they did in California and these other places. We banned school districts from force masking these young kids in school. 
And I must say, I see now Philadelphia is forcing masks on students. And they said that they were telling me that Pittsburgh may do that too. Wow. There is no justification for muzzling students for eight hours a day. It is wrong, and it has no place in this state or any state in these United States. Right on. We need to look out for their best interests and their well-being and their education. We also need to make sure that our societies are free and not submit to a biomedical security state. And to that end, in the state of Florida, we were one of the first states in the country uh, to ban vaccine passports in our state. Yes. And Andrea, that's what you call presidential. Absolutely. Alex Jones said this week he's no longer supporting Trump. He's supporting Ron DeSantis. I didn't really like his reason. I thought his reason was dopey. It started out good. He said he liked Ron DeSantis' actions. And I think actions are everything for actions me. Speak louder actions than words are everything me. for me. If I would, you know, one of the things, like when it comes to this Mar-a-Lago raid, Trump, don't, don't tell people you're going to release the video in advance. Either Just release it. it or don't, right? You know, four days ago, I might release the video, then they don't release the video. He's talking about filing a lawsuit on the Fourth Amendment. Just do it, okay? DeSantis just does. Alex Jones, um, and, and, and I think DeSantis's actions are actually why um, you know, he is presidential material, I clearly. Um, Alex Jones said, oh, he looked into his eyes and he could tell what his heart is. No, I'm not interested in that kind of looking at people's eyes nonsense. I, what I like about DeSantis is his actions. He is a doer and his actions have completely destroyed the wokeism or, or, or pretty much destroyed wokeism in Florida. And that's what we need at the federal level with our Congress people. And Marjorie, in my hero of the week is Marjorie Taylor Greene. Good one. Who is the fr- and I have been calling for this. Where is the legislation in the in D.C. to protect children across this country? And it was Marjorie Taylor Greene who did it. And she only have five Republicans co-sponsoring the bill. Shame on them. Shame on this Republican Party. So it, to me, Marjorie Taylor Greene is my hero of the week. My stink of the week is the Republican Party establishment. I agree. I'm right there with you. They are refusing <clears throat> to listen to the party. The voters are telling you from Arizona to Wyoming and beyond that they are sick to death of you establishment hacks. They are done with you dynastic, entrenched rhinos who are fighting us tooth and nail. You're, the, the Republican establishment is fighting us far harder than they ever have fought any of the Democrats. They're not. Liz Cheney hadn't said a thing about five-year-olds being chemically, chemically castrated. Not a word. Not a word. They're my stink of the week. Who's your stink? I know. I I agree. You need to listen to the voters because there's no way people are going to vote for you unless you do your job and stand up for the American people. All right. What's your Friday fun day suggestion for people? Beyond the Amazing Spider-Man. Go see it at the Comic-Con Museum. It's for all ages and it takes about an hour. But uh, find out about the famous web slinger in the Marvel Universe. Should be a lot of fun. All right. Great idea for you people. And our other idea is you come back Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. We'll be back then. Have a great weekend. Love you all. Three stars.
Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.